welcome to Lockbox, a podcast providing real estate professionals with action items for success. My name is Jeffrey Broger, and I'm going to be your host. I'm the founder of two real estate marketing and tech companies, Steezy.Digital and RealNurture.io. In this podcast, you'll learn from top 1% real estate and mortgage brokers the exact secrets to their success. Welcome to Lockbox. Welcome to Lockbox. My name is Jeffrey Broger, and I'm here today with Rod Cleef. Rod, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thanks for having me, brother. Let's have some fun today. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you tell listeners first who you are and where you're from? Well, I, now I live in Sarasota, Florida, but I immigrated to this country actually when I was six years old um, from the Netherlands, you know, Holland, wooden shoes, windmills. Uh, with my, I immigrated with my brother, Albert, my mother's Vancha, and we ended up in Denver, Colorado, where I lived for 30 years. And you know, when we first got here, didn't have much. In fact, I remember uh, drinking powdered milk with our cereal in the morning because that's all my mom could afford, eating expired food from an expired food store and wearing clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school till I lied about my age when I was 14 because I was tall and got a job at Burger King so I could buy my own clothes. And, you know, I'm sure you've got listeners that have had it harder than I did, but luckily, uh, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And with her babysitting money, she was a bit of an entrepreneur. So she actually invested in the stock market successfully and actually invested in real estate as well. Her first real estate acquisition was a house right across the street from us when I was about 14 uh, for about $30,000. And then when I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep. And I'm like, what? You made $20,000? You didn't do anything? Screw college, mom. I'm getting into real estate. So I went and got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18, which you could do back then with education. Now they got smart. You need some experience to be a broker. But I was actually a broker, could have my own office right when I turned 18. And my first year in real estate, I made maybe $8,000. My second year, maybe $10,000. But my third year, I made well over $100,000. And so what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10x my income? Well, what happened was I met somebody, I actually was dating his daughter that taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology. And really, uh, it's my belief, 80 to 90% of your success in anything is just that, is your mindset and psychology. Only 10 to 20% is the stuff we talk about on our podcasts, Jeff, and you know the, the technical stuff. Uh, you know, right. If it was just knowledge, there'd be a bunch of wealthy librarians and college professors out there. It's the do and it's the keep doing. You know, It's the getting back up when you get your butt kicked. You know, So fast forward to today, I've owned a couple thousand houses I've rented long-term. I have owned and owned thousands of apartment units. Uh, in 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And you might be like, wow. And I was like, wow. And I got a head so freaking big, I could barely fit it through a door. I thought I was a real estate god. And you know, when that happened, know what happened uh, after that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Uh, god of the universe give you a smackdown. Well, that was the crisis of 2008-9. I lost $50 million in 2009. And so what I'm you know, known for talking about is the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place. And that was conservatively. And then the mindset, maybe as important or more important, the mindset it took to recover from losing all, really losing everything to the success that I'm blessed to have today. So happy to drill down on any part of this that you'd like, buddy. Wow. What a phenomenal summary. Appreciate the intro. And you already talked about how you got into real estate, so I can skip that question. But what a phenomenal story and very inspiring. And you even say it humbly is, you know, going to school with the Salvation Army clothes on your back and, you know, immigrant family seems like a single working mother. And, you know, to even say, like, I know people out there have had it worse, that shows a lot of perspective as to, you know, where you have been and then, you know, where you are today. So really appreciate you providing that summary. Now, regarding 
mindset versus tactics. I, I want to dive into both today. So my entire purpose of this podcast is to provide real estate professionals with action items for success. I, throughout my own personal development journey, have come to understand that consistent action over a long period of time is what generates results. And in order to be able to really commit to consistency, which is one of the most boring things ever, it's just to do the thing over and over and over and over and over again without seeing results yet, knowing that it will eventually generate the results because it's a leading action, that takes mindset. You have to have the right mindset around what that action means to you and how it's ultimately getting you one step closer to your big, hairy, audacious goal. So I would really love to start there first, more of the, the mindset tactics and actions. Sure. So what is Let's the single it. most important action that you take on a daily basis that you have attributed most to your success? Well, that's a great question. And I'd, I'd actually like to go a little bit more foundational, if you don't mind. So, you know, okay. if you come to one of my boot camps, so I, I teach people how to buy apartment buildings. That's what I do. I have a big one coming up in Denver at the end of July. But the first hour and a half, we do a goal setting session on steroids. That's what I call it, really. It's goal setting mm -hmm. on steroids. And, and here's why. Because how the hell are you going to get anything if you don't know what it is? You got to know what you want. You've got to, and you've got to have what Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich, calls a burning desire. You got to want it. And that's how you deal with that mundane consistency that you were just talking about. You've really got to want something. And so that's one of the first things we do. And, uh, you know, like I say, we spend an hour and a half on it. It's, it's, it's really, uh, you know, so many people will, will spend more time planning a birthday party than they do designing their lives. And that's, that's the first part of what we do at my boot camps. And so, you know, and then, um, you know, so it starts with goals. It starts with knowing what you want and knowing why you want it. Okay. Because that's how you push through fear. That's how you push through maybe limiting beliefs that you might have about yourself, or maybe you're comfortable and the comfort zone is a warm place. And you and I both know nothing freaking grows there. Right. And that's how you get past that by, by really having that burning desire. And that's how you push yourself to get up early, stay up late, do whatever it takes, you know, to grind for a few years, like most people won't. So you can live the rest of your life. Like most people can't. And so, you know, that's, that's where it's, starts. And that's how I recovered from losing $50 million was, was really reassociating with what I wanted and why I wanted it. And then there were some other really important pieces. One, I needed to be around people that were thriving then. And I was actually, at that time, I was in Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership. And there were, you know, people killing it um, in 2008 and nine. And while I was dying, you know, there and, 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 you know, they were like, you know, okay, 50 million, get up, pussy, get back to work, you know, and, and that's the kind of people I needed to be around right then, because most of the people I knew were getting their butts kicked as well. And right. so, you know, who you hang out with is who you become. So it's very, very important as well that you choose wisely. You know, a lot of people default to the people they go to went to school with or people they work with. And, you know, there's a lot of fear out there and, and people will hold you back out of their fear or their fear of being left behind, their fear of feeling less than because you succeeded or their guilt, you know, or, or, or you know, there's so many, so many things that people can hold you back on. Sometimes it's family as well. And so, you know, I would say love your family, but choose your peers and be very proactive with that because you show me your three best friends. I'll show you who you are, you know, both, mm. both not just financially and your health, your happiness, everything. So, you know, so there's a couple of the, a couple of the pieces, like I said, goals, knowing what you want, why you want them, hanging out with the right people, you know, paying attention to your focus. Now I know if you listen to or watch Jeff, you're a, you know, you're a, a leader, only leaders here. And as a leader right now, more than ever, the world needs leaders. And, you know, it's so critical to pay attention to where your focus is, because whatever you're focused on is going to get bigger, both positive or negative. You know, I'll, I'll get uh, students, uh, not students, they know better, but I'll get people that, you know, call me and say, how do I get out of student loan debt? And I say, wrong question. 
how do you make so much money that that's irrelevant? You know, they asked Mother Teresa if she was anti-war. She said, no, I'm pro-peace. You know, it's kind of the same thing, but not really. You know, it's that focus. And and don't get me started on the fake news right now. Good Lord. I mean, you got to really stand guard at the door to your mind and bring in the good stuff. You know, keep the crap right. out. I do these little clips on my podcast every week called Own Your Power. They're motivational clips. And, you know, you give me five minutes, uh, I, I'll juice you. So my podcast is called Lifetime Cash Flow, and uh, through real estate investing. And I do these, they're called Own Your Power. I've got hundreds of them there. And today I'm working on the power of playing to your strengths. And uh, uh, that's going out tomorrow. But the point is, you know, bring in the good stuff. If it's not me, go to YouTube and watch, you know, motivational videos and things like that, because uh, focus is super important as well. I could keep going, but yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, you mentioned a lot of foundational principles that, that help set you up for the success to take the actions to do the thing. So now I want to follow back on that question. Okay. For you, what's the single most important action that you take on a daily basis that attributes most to your success? Okay. I focus on what I want. Okay. So here's how I do it. Um, one thing that I do every morning is I will sit in this recliner behind me. Here it is behind my green screen right there. It's a mess. But uh, and you can see on the wall some of the hundreds of thank you cards that I've gotten from my listeners over the years, um, over the last five years. Uh, I just love getting those in the mail. But, um, you know, I'll sit there and I will just do gratitude for a few minutes every morning uh, or I'll do it in bed sometimes, but usually on the chair there because I've got my vision boards there. And so I'll just do gratitude for amazing, supermodel, beautiful wife, uh, more beautiful on the inside than the outside. My kids, my foundation, my students. But then I'll do gratitude for the things that I want as if I already have them. And I know that's I've lost some of you analytical ones, mm -hmm. uh, but but, you know, that's foo foo. I know. But this is how I had 50 million to lose and got it back um, is doing these things. And so ignore at your peril respectfully. Uh, but the, this this stuff works. You call it prayer if you want, you, you know, if that makes it more palatable. But when you do that and you focus on these things that you want as if you already have them, they come into existence. That's just the way your brain works. It's so powerful. It's uh, triggers something and your goals do as well. Triggers something called your reticular activating system. And that's that subconscious filter in your brain that points you in the direction it thinks you're interested in. You're not conscious of it. I think the greatest example is when you first buy a car, you never really notice them, then you buy it and they're everywhere, right? Were they there before? You know, of course they were. And so, you know, I'll, I'll do that. I'll just do gratitude for things I want if I already, as if I already have them. Sometimes I get emotional getting grateful for things I don't even have yet. Now, again, probably lost a couple more of you there, but Again, this is 80 to 90% of it is, is, is honing in on the things that you want, keeping them in your mind's eye, writing your goals on a regular basis, having pictures of your goals around you. You know, I've got pictures in the back of my planner here that have been in here for 20, literally 22 years. You know, I'm, uh, first pictures of my gratitude pictures. Like I said, I do gratitude first. Those are pictures of my kids, you know, and then I've got pictures of, you know, things that I wanted. I, you know, some of the, you know, and I've gotten just about everything in here. I, the only thing I don't think I have is a six pack abs on the back. I got this guy with a six pack. I don't think I ever got that. It's under the, it's under the layer there, but, but everything else I've gotten of material things. I mean, stupid shit. I thought was important. Like the Lamborghinis and the Rolls Royces and the Bentleys, all stuff that right. I got that I thought was important at one time. But, uh, you know, this stuff works guys. Uh, you know, I, when a movie, the secret came out, I was like, Holy cow, that's what I've been doing for decades. And, um, so anyway, that's powerful. You're doing it before. So yeah. your most important action is gratitude. I have well, a theory. Gratitude is the, yeah, the most foundational emotion we have without question. Yeah. But that's okay. that, that gratitude makes your heart stronger, makes, you know, strengthens your immune system. You can't be fearful and grateful at the same time. You can't be angry and grateful at the same time. It's the most important emotion we have available to us. 
I agree. So I have a theory about gratitude and how it relates to happiness. Okay. Would you like me to share it with you? Please. Yeah. All right. So in college, you have economics 101 and then you have economics 102. And the, the 101 is a prerequisite, right? You, you can't get into 102. You can't get into the 200 classes or the 300 classes until you've done the prerequisites, right? So my theory with gratitude is that it is the prerequisite to happiness. No question. No you question. cannot be happy if you feel like you have less than or are less than and you're not already grateful for what you have. And I believe that it also creates the abundance and overflow mindset, which then allows the universe to continue pushing opportunities to you. Because if you say, I'm too busy or this, that, the other, and you're not grateful for the opportunities that you do have, why would the universe give you more? Or God, whatever you believe. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And no question. And that that's, it's the most powerful emotion we have. And, you know, my boot camp, we do this exercise around gratitude and most of the people tear up and because it, it's so powerful, you know, we go through things that you're grateful for. We close our eyes and, you know, it's not your typical real estate boot camp that I have. You know, I, I spent 20 years following Tony Robbins around the planet and I'd be an idiot not to have picked up a few things, but, uh, right. you know, it's uh it really is. And that's why my students are so successful. I was telling you before we started recording, Jeff, that, that, you know, my students now own somewhere between 60 and 70,000 units. Now this is just my direct coaching students. Forget the people that come, come to my boot camps. You know, it's obviously a multiple of that, but uh, it's because they take action, you know, and, and, and action mitigates fear. You know, if, if you're fearful, just taking action actually mitigates it. it's counterintuitive. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So in the the boot camp, it's mm-hmm. I heard you have one coming up in July. Is that right? Yep. July 29th, okay. 30th, and 31st. And I'll give your peeps a hell of a deal. Right now, the pricing is $197, and it's not a sales pitch, okay? I spent what? 30 minutes talking about my coaching, and you come for three days for $197. It's like a duh, if you're interested in the business. And, and, right. <laughs> and you know, and if, by the way, if the price, I'll, I'll tell you how to get it, but if the price goes up, before this airs or whatever, just DM me on any social channel and just let me know you were on Jeff's podcast and I'll give, I'll give you that pricing. And sorry, let me just, before I forget, cause I'll forget. Um, if you put the word bonus in, when you check out, you'll get my deal evaluator software and you'll get my document library, which is worth 10 times the 197 by itself. I mean, so, right. Yeah. I was going to say that yeah. alone is worth right. the, the price of admission and then right. some. Right. So that's awesome. And it's, it's actually oh, so an in-person event. Yeah. Yeah. How do they get it? Text Rod to 72345. So just text my name, Rod, to 72345 or go to rodindenver.com. And then just remember to use the word bonus when you check out. And it truly is a no-brainer. I mean, you'll if you come and you don't, after three days, you don't love the event. I don't mean like it. I mean, freaking love it. You let me know, I'll give you your money back. No, no questions asked. It's never happened, but there's a first time for everything. I've had thousands of people come. Every one of my events is sold out. The only complaint I ever get is the food sucked and the room was too cold or something like that, but it's never about the content. So, anyway. Right, right. Well, that's amazing. And as my listeners know, I'm not one to do big sales pitches or promote, you know, conferences and and do that. But Rod has a good thing going here. He has thousands of of coaching clients that have tens of thousands of units and the the price is just insanely affordable for for a three-day conference. That's unheard of. So, And it's not a sales pitch. You know, most of those things, you have everybody trying to sell you shit. This is not that. Okay. Trust me on that. This is training. And I was drinking through a fire hose. I will tell you that it is absolutely 
over uh, drinking through a fire hose. I mean, the manual's 250 pages and, 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 uh, it's full on training. Uh, but, uh, but you know, it's like anything, it, you know, buying multifamily can be a little intimidating. There's lots of pieces. You got to build a team. You got to raise money. You got to find deals. You got to syndicate them or joint venture them. You've got to evaluate them and, you know, do your due diligence and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of little pieces and we go through all of it. And uh, I mean, you can absolutely leave and have what you need to get started. And um, so, uh, but um, but it's like anything, you know, everybody was once an amateur. And uh, in fact, one of the books that I gift my my students is a book called Turning Pro about, you know, Stephen Pressman about being yep. a professional instead of, you know, remaining as a as an amateur. But uh, let's I, talk about I, that. If, if you can't tell, I love this business. I love what I do. You know, I'm I'm actively buying like crazy. This is so, so fun, even in this crazy environment that we're in right now. But uh, yeah, we're investing so, time on a couple of large deals. Well, that's great. So you mentioned a book that you would recommend is Turning Pro. Have you also Mm -hmm. read The War of Art? Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome book. Yeah. So a couple of common threads in that two book series is showing up doing the work. Just like we already talked about was the boring, consistent daily actions. If you're a writer, well, at 9am, if you're not writing you're not a writer, right? <laughs> it's like you, you need to just sit down and write and just do the work. And and he talks about in such an eloquent fashion and also a concise way how sometimes you throw it right in the garbage. You you wrote from nine to noon, coffee in hand, fully focused. You read it back, it's terrible. Throw it away. And sometimes that happens. You do your prospecting calls, you go drive for dollars, you go do whatever lead generation or leading tactic that you want and it doesn't result in anything. Well, that's okay. You did the actions, right? And I love that. The whole concept in turning pro about incorporating himself too. It's like, I I then show up and I, I check in essentially. And then when I get paid for a deal, I, I then pay myself as a W-2 from my corporation. And this whole concept of incorporating yourself as a phase of turning pro, I've also gone through that phase. And it, it does help to show up and be professional because now it's like, okay, I'm showing up to do a project for this company, even though it's your company. You, really take, off, you take off your employee hat and you put on your entrepreneur hat and you become a real business at that point. Right. And I will, I'll tell you, I'll mention this to you as well because you triggered something. So I gift a lot of books to my students. Okay. My my love language is gifts. In fact, the five love language is a fantastic book. I had the author on my show. Highly recommend that you read that book. I've given away thousands of copies. A couple other books I'll mention um, since we're on the topic. Another one is the slight edge. Those little decisions you make every day that take your life up or down, you know, they don't mean much right then when you're doing it, but then they become, you know, uh, they become major shifts. That's a great book. Uh, Gary Keller's one thing, of course, great book. I Jay Papasan on the show is co-author. You're going to get it. You've probably got it behind you there. (laughs) I lost Jeff here. He must be grabbing some books. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. So Jay, there you go. Boom. Oh, look at that. The one thing, there's the slight edge. Oh, that's hilarious. I love it. Millionaire real estate agent, psycho cybernetics. Wow. That's an old one. That's been around a long time. That one's a phenomenal one too. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know, uh, Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning. I've had Hal on the show. I know how. Yeah. yeah, do you? Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, so you've got quite a library there too. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah how so, is that? Go ahead. Hal's a great guy. No, Hal's a beautiful human being. He's been through so much. Oh my gosh. And, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was at Cutco. So I, that's how I know how. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, those are some great books and guys, learners are earners. You know, I didn't go to college, um, you know, and I, uh, 
I can tell you I'm probably better read than most college graduates. I've got a library that's pretty extensive. And, you know, and I'm always going to boot camps and masterminds and continually learning. I remember, you know, literally, what, 20 years ago, I, my son was nine years old and I was going to a real estate boot camp. At that time, I already had a couple thousand properties. And he's like, why are you going? I said, because we're always learning. In fact, I've got this picture. I could flash it up if you want that that uh, it's got me with hundreds of lanyards around my neck and around my arms from boot camps and stuff that I've been to because, you know, you get, you're always learning. You're always growing. You know, that's that's it. If you're not learning, you're if you're not growing, you're dying. Frankly, if you're plateaued, you're dying. You're going backwards. You've got to continue to grow. You agree? I agree 100 percent. And it's interesting because two of the biggest cognitive dips in a human's life are after either high school or college, how, how, wherever they finished schooling, mm -hmm. huge cognitive dip. And then when they retire, another huge cognitive dip. I find that interesting because I actually dropped out of college and learned most of what I know now today after. My cognitive ability and engagement increased massively after I got out of the, the classes that they, you know, I was taking prerequisites that I didn't necessarily care about or think were relevant. I was taking um, anthropology when I'm a business major and all this. I'm taking, you know, all this like architecture and stuff like that. And I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? Like I want to go do real estate, do business, do marketing. And so once I then got out of college, I was able to invest in masterminds, really learn what I wanted to learn right then, have a direct course, you know, save time by spending some money and getting a shortcut to it. That's, That's when it. I was 10 That's hours, it. 12 hours a day, just in it. I mean, yeah, really, really the learning. The system and of go to college and get a job is broken. I, I, I don't right. know if you give me permission to share my screen. I'll show you. I should just show you that, yeah. that shot. Real yeah, quick. you already have it. Okay. All right. So th there's the shot. Of course, it's a little braggadocious because I'm in front of a Bentley and one of my Benzes. But but that was <laughs> that's what I'm talking about here. This is that was my college. So um, how do I? I say? love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. I uh, that's uh, that's so cool that you kept them. I kept a lot of mine for a long time and my wife kept giving me a hard time because it was, it was like in this big old cluttered box in my, in my closet. And she's like, what are you going to do with these? You know? So yeah. I, I ended up recently cleaning it up and saving only, only some of my favorites. Yeah. But I wish I, I wish I still had them so I could do that yeah, too. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, it, it was a cool visual, you know, because yeah. I was, I was, you know, for a long time, I carried some guilt that I didn't go to college. And but, you know, now that I've become a trainer and a coach and, and changed, you know, you know, humbly quite a few lives, uh, you know, I've come to the realization that that, you know, people learn different ways. And, you know, yeah, you need college for technical skills. You're going to be a dentist, a doctor, an engineer, an architect. Yeah, you've got to have college and schooling. But for, you know, just basic entrepreneurship and, you know, building a business and, you know, there, there's, you know, the whole thought leadership space, frankly, in my opinion, is better for learning specialized skills like what we teach uh, Jeff, right? So, yep. Couldn't agree more. So yes. let, let me ask you this in all of the money and time you've spent in personal development in the last five years, what new belief behavior or habit has most improved your life? Oh God, there's so many, buddy. There's so many. I mean, you know, certainly a belief around what I'm teaching right now, which is I'm, I'm creating, uh, you know, an own your power clip on the, the, the importance of playing to your strengths. You know, when you play to your strengths, uh, especially in our business and the multifamily sport, because it's a team business. Okay. And, and I will tell you, you know, I've interviewed some of the best operators in the world on my podcast, you know, a hundred thousand doors, 20,000 doors, tons of them with five, 6,000 doors. And I start to see a pattern. Many of them are a partnership between one or two people that are super analytical and somebody that's outgoing and, and, and extroverted. And, you know, because 
And that's when everybody's playing to their strengths. You know, uh, that's a that's a very common thing that I see, because when you're playing to your strengths, first of all, you love it. Okay, and if you love it, you're going to be passionate about it. And if you're passionate about it, you'll have the ability to influence people. And so, you know, again, this is top of mind because I'm actually working on it right now. But the point is playing to your strengths is huge. And and I forgot what the question was. (laughs) Oh, it was just about a new belief, behavior or habit that has most improved your life in the last five years. Well, that's a big one. You know, I'll give you one. I'll tell you what, I'll give you one that's a little over five years, but it's huge. Okay. Um, you know, I, to, I told you about, you know, goal setting and this ties into goals. You know, so for 20 years, when I moved to Denver, I always knew I ultimately wanted to live on the beach. And of course, there's no beach in Denver, but I would visualize the, you know, the palm trees and the sand and the the waves and all that stuff. And 20 years later, I built this incredible $8 million, 10,000 square foot mansion on the beach. And, you know, that was unthinkable when I was 18. So again, when you're doing your goals, make sure that you, you think outside the box and you push yourself. You want a private island jet yacht, just put it down. But again, that was unthinkable. So 20 years later, that's what I built. And two months after I moved in, so I worked for this thing for 20 years. And this place is magnificent. I mean, giant waterfall from the second floor balcony in the pool. You had to walk through the waterfall to get in the pool. Pools and magazines. I had a giant spiral staircase up through the middle of the house, a wine cellar, elevator. You know, on the second floor, I had aquarium built around the staircase and one in my office. Those, those two aquariums cost me almost 200 grand. So this gives you an idea of the house. Anyway, so two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night and I'm looking up at this testament to my ego, which is really what it was. It was to prove the world I was good enough. You know, I I got when I immigrated when I was six years old, I didn't speak English. And I found out what bullies were for the first time, got my butt kicked regularly, didn't know how to fight back yet. My mom thought it'd be a great idea to send me to school in wooden shoes like the from Holland. And I got my butt kicked again. And then, you know, and and had a playground incident with some girl that I had a crush on where I got embarrassed. And so, you know, I came up with this belief that I wasn't good enough. And so, you know, I'm floating in that pool, looking up at this thing to prove the world I was good enough. And I got depressed. And I mean, here's something I worked for for 20 years. And two months after I moved in, I got depressed. I don't mean a little depressed. Mm. I mean, really depressed. And I'm like, what the hell? I would used to cheat. You know, I had the Maserati in the garage. I had the Mercedes, I had the boats, the jet skis. This, I, I owned the beach on one side of this house and I had my boats on the backside. It was a Gulf to Bay. It was a slice through an island. I mean, just magnificent. And how could I be depressed? Well, when I look back on it, there were several things going on. One tied into something we just talked about. You know, it's never about the goal. You need the goals to create that burning desire so you get off your butt and take action. But it's really more about progress and growth. And happiness comes from progress and growth. And I didn't know what I was going to do next. That's another thing. You know, like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. I didn't have a vision for the future. So I didn't know what I was going to do next. But here's the biggest thing. I'd been totally focused on me, you know, rod, 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 show the world I'm good enough, show the world I matter. Well, that's the year I met Tony, Tony Robbins. And I went to one of his boot camps and uh, found out that he fed families for the holidays. And I'm like, what a concept, do something for someone else. I'd embarrassed to say I had to be, you know, 40 to get that memo. So I went back and I called my brother and I was going to go see him in, in Denver for Thanksgiving. I said, hey, let's feed five families. So he went to his church and found five families that really needed help. And the third one changed my life. So we, you know, we bought them toys for their kids. We bought, you know, had a lot of fun shopping and food and frozen turkeys and all that. And this woman comes out of this crappy one bedroom. She had five kids there and she comes out and sees all the stuff on the porch. She starts crying. 
her, her kids come out two of the older ones start crying. I start crying and I'm freaking hooked. And so I'm blessed to say in the last, now this is more than five years for your question, but this is really powerful that I want to share with your listeners in the last 20 plus years, I've fed over 110,000 children for the holidays. We've done, you know, tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies, local kids that don't have schools. We've done tens of thousands of teddy bears, local police departments for their officers to keep in their vehicles and they encounter a child that's been traumatized. Now there's a message in this, an important one. This is not me bragging in any of this stuff, please know that. But, uh, you know, and I'm sure that if you're listening or watching Jeffrey here, you know, you, you could be really hungry. You cut a blood dripping from your teeth. You want this so bad. I'm here to tell you that I was successful, but I was unfulfilled. Tony calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. You know, science achievement really is a science. If you want to learn multifamily for God's sakes, come spend three days with me. You will learn multifamily. It's a, there's, there's a, there's a blueprint. It's a science, but fulfillment is an art. And what I mean by that is you've got to, you need to give back in some way to something you're passionate about. For me, it's kids could be the elderly, could be the environment, could be animals, whatever it is, but here don't say I'll do it when I have the money, because here's the problem. You know, we've been taught to achieve, to be happy. Like we can't be happy until we've achieved. I'm going to tell you, if you incorporate giving back in some small way, I don't care what it is. It can be your time. If you don't have any money, you're going to be happily achieving. And I know it's a play on words, but it's an important one. And you'll get the success faster. That's the crazy part, because that's the way God of the universe works. You get it back a hundredfold. So that's what I want to encourage you listening. If you're not giving back in some fashion, do it now. Don't wait, because again, the success, you don't do it for that reason, but the success will come faster and you'll be happier. You'll be fulfilled. So that, I know is a long answer to your question, but I thought it was an important one. It is an important one. It was a phenomenal answer. Thank I you. have been... Also, a believer of giving back and just shaving off a part of your income to then give to those that are less fortunate. Since I was 18 or 19, I had the fortune of going to a conference and learning that, you know, if you just set up the right systems to live on less than 100% or, you know, definitely don't live on more than you make, right? Live within your means, and make more and more money over time. Well, if you just shave off a small percent and start putting it into an account that you can then use to give back and donate, that's a good way to do it. And then Jim Rohn also, he reaffirmed that with his 70-10-10-10 financial model, which I really ended up liking. Live on 70% and then invest 10% yourself, let others invest 10% for you, and then the other 10% give it away. So these are all just models and ideas of how you can start to shave off portions of your income to then give back. But I have realized how much fulfillment comes from that. This last Saturday was my birthday. It's a perfect example. Happy birthday. Most, thank you. 31. Here I am. I have Most socks people... that have two decades on you, by the way, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, most birthdays in the past, it's it's all about me. And that's common across the world. Most most people, they have the opportunity to celebrate their birthday. It's all about them. It's kind of like their day to be selfish. And that's great. Well, yesterday I had the opportunity to combine a nonprofit event with my birthday because my cool. friend rode a bicycle from Miami all the way to San Diego, seven oh. weeks on a bike to raise money for Angel Wings International, which is a Holy nonprofit organization wow. I've been donating to for over 10 years. Fantastic. And yes, and when he did it, he said, I want you to help me with the coming home party. Well, it just turned out five years ago, he asked me this. I said, yeah, of course, when you do that, I know you do what you say you're going to do. When you do that, whenever it is, I'll, I'll be there to help you with that coming home party. Sure enough, 
it all lines up. And he's like, I'm thinking Saturday, May 7th. And I was like, of course you are, right? It's perfect. <laughs> Serendipity. My, 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 it, man. my reaction wasn't, oh, but that's my birthday. And right. it was, all right, perfect. So I chose to, you know, on Facebook, donate my birthday to the, the nonprofit, you know, all towards going towards this goal, you know, put the team together, put the committee. We had an amazing nonprofit event. Um, and Very that cool. was all just an example of that giving back. And I'll tell you what, I felt so much happier and more fulfilled on that birthday as opposed to previous ones where it was all about me, me, me. And I'm thinking, oh, I didn't get that one thing I really wanted. And that type of thinking and mindset is just not the way to be fulfilled. It's the way to be completely dissatisfied at all times. So it's not, a, it's not an abundance mindset. And that's right. And, no, that's a beautiful story, brother. Congratulations. Very impressive, especially, Thank you. you know, I, I hate to, this is not, this is going to sound wrong, but at your age for you to be that, and you know, that charitable for so long is very unusual and, and to be commended, which speaks to your success. And you're giving back with your podcast, just like I'm giving back with mine. I'm sure you get a lot of love. I mean, I, when I tell you yeah. that, and this is not ego, this is truth. I, I, when I get love, I get love probably five, sometimes 15 times a day. I get DMs, I get cards, I get gifts, I get emails, you know, and it's my greatest gift in life, which is my, why my wife puts up with it. You know, it's, uh, I'm working Sundays and everything else sometimes because I freaking <laughs> love it. So yeah, great story, brother. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, when you get those, those comments back, those stories of, Hey, you know what? I'm having a really bad day. And I watched your video and it really helped out just little things like that. I mean, it goes in my power file. I, I am a big Tony Robbins guy as well. And I've paid for Tony Robbins coaching a phone call every seven to 10 days with an accountability coach. Mm -hmm. And one of the concepts that my accountability coach told me was, hey, why don't you create a power file when you get those those DMs and those comments and just screenshot them and put them in this power file. And then what if every morning in your gratitude session, you just scrolled through and read five, 10 things from that power file? How'd that make you feel? How'd that set you up for the day? Powerful questions, right? I have, I have, so. the, exact, I have the exact same thing. No, that's fantastic. And I'm, I mean, my wall behind me here, you can see some of the hundreds of thank you cards on the wall there, right? I mean, you can't even see the whole walls. Covered. You can't even see the, you know? the tack yeah, boards, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, you know, I mean, I do the same thing. And then I've got an electronic one as well. I mean, you know, I hardly ever look at it. I should look at it more, you know, especially when I'm being grateful. That's a great tip to do it then. But, uh, you know, I've got you know hundreds and it's, and again, it's not ego. That's just, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. It's, it's my greatest gift next to my kids. Yeah. It's a blessing. No, I love that. So uh, is there a question that I should have asked you or anything that you'd like to expand upon from earlier? You know, we didn't get into the technical, although I frankly think what we talked about was a whole lot more important. Okay. And, but no, I mean, you know, I just hope if you're listening that you get the fact that it really all boils down to your ability to take action and, and to get back up when you get your butt kicked. And it's all, mm. it's all, you know, we failed our way to success, guys. Now, I've actually built 27 businesses and I call them seminars when they fail. They're not, uh, that was a $50 million seminar. Now, I built 27 businesses, several worth tens of millions of dollars. Most most were spectacular flaming seminars. Okay. We fail our way to success. You know, I got to meet at one of the masterminds that, that I was in, um, actually in San Diego, I got to meet the uh, billionaire owner of Spanx, the women's undergarments, you know, hold everything together, Sarah Blakely. And she told me that her dad used to ask her and her brother once a week, what have you failed at this week? 
And I thought, what an awesome freaking question to ask your kids so they don't fear failure. So again, mm-hmm. recognize that, guys. You only fail if you don't get back up, you don't get the lesson. As an entrepreneur, we're like sharks, okay? We only die if we stop swimming, okay? So just remember that. And Don't be afraid of failure. Here's what you need to fear. Being in the same place you are right now, a year from now, unless you freaking love where you are right now. Regret is the worst possible thing. There was this nurse in Australia named Bronnie Ware. She was a hospice nurse. So she took care of patients when they were about to die. And you've probably heard about this, Jeffrey, because I think Tony talks. I actually have not heard this story. I'm very curious. Okay. So she took care of patients that were about to die and she asked them a question. And the question was, do you have any regrets? And she wrote a book about it. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. You know what the number one regret was? Not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, not doing what I know I'm capable of. I can't think of anything worse than that. So again, you know, by the way, if you're listening, you can't make it to my boot camp. If you DM me on any social channel, and they've even got me on freaking TikTok now. If you DM me on any social channel and just say goal setting workshop, I did a goal setting workshop on January 1st of this year on my Facebook page, my official Facebook page. I do it every year. This year was on the first, last year was on the second, but it's got music. It's professionally done. You get a guide you can download. Let me help you get aligned on what you want. Okay. There's no sale or anything like that. You just, uh, you, it's free. Um, but because um, it's so important that you get aligned on what you want. And, and that way, you know, if one path doesn't work, you reassociate with what you want, you change your approach. If that path doesn't work, you reassociate with what you want and keep it in your mind's eye and change your approach and then rinse and repeat. If that does, you know, it's it's never a straight line. No. Like a boater or a pilot, you know, they're off track 99% of the time, but they end up at the outcome if they keep that outcome in their mind's eye. It's the same way with your goals, guys. So don't, you know, don't forget that. Really appreciate that that last bit of advice. I mean, it is so true. You'll go through phases where you're off course and you might feel overwhelmed or like you're not making any progress towards your goals, which is one of the worst feelings because as Tony Robbins' point and to your point earlier, progress is very closely tied to happiness. When you feel like you have this clear outcome in mind and you've taken a step towards it, it's an exciting thing. But when there's the lack of that feeling, it also creates this anxiety and this overwhelm and this feeling like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know where I'm going, right? It's just this uneasy feeling. So really I, I do this. Point. I teach this planning process at my boot camp, but I'm pretty sure I tagged it on the tail end of my goal setting workshop as well. It's 15, it takes about 15 minutes. It's how I was able to manage a couple of large businesses at the same time. It's a weekly planning process. But one of the pieces is going back to the last week and just acknowledging for a split second, anything that you got done. I don't care how little it was, because again, happiness comes from progress and growth, but you have to consciously acknowledge it. Okay. And that's the operative word is consciously. Okay. It's just pat yourself on the back, Rod. Good job. You got that done because then you're going to be happy. And then the setbacks and the delays aren't going to be as painful because you're happy because you're progressing, even if it's a little bit. So that's just to put a, a bow on what you just said. No, I, I appreciate that. And when it comes yeah. to managing teams, it's also so important. I mean, if you're out there and you're a team leader in any way, shape or form, having that level of looking back and just for a moment saying, hey, great job last week. We're, you know, 40% to goal of getting this this new data organized or this new spreadsheet set up or whatever it is that's that you're working towards. And then what I've found is really powerful is then constantly reminding them of the vision that we're all working towards together. That's really powerful too, because it's Critical. so easy to get lost, especially as as a team member, not a team leader. You're just you're doing your tasks, right? You're just helping out, and and then 
if you're not tied into the grander picture, well, you don't really know how that task fits in. You don't really feel a sense of fulfillment in your in your work. And I, I found that it creates a lot more disconnect in the workplace. But when you can align everyone on the team to this single goal that we're all working towards, break it down to the little chunks that each team member is working on, and then review like, hey, you know, great job last week, da 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 Here's what the goals are for this week. I found that also has a really big effect in a and, team and, setting, and not only for yourself. Yeah, and the why yes. is really important as well. Oh. Now, another yeah. thing that we do in my in in my business is we go through our core core values, you know, and and our core values of the acronym family. But it's the you know integrity and and having fun and and supporting yeah. each other yeah. and and love and all those things that are important and 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 revisiting those as well. Uh, no, I love it. Yeah, so good stuff. That's awesome. So. Yeah. How can listeners contact you? Yeah, again, my podcast is called Lifetime Cashflow Through Real Estate Investing. If you're an agent or a broker, for example, and you're not investing, for God's sakes, come listen to me. You know, it's you get hit by a truck. What are you going to do for money? There's no retirement plan. That's the problem. And so, you know, and you're in the catbird seat to take advantage of real estate. I mean, good Lord, you're in the best position ever. But regardless, mm-hmm. um, if you're interested in this business, if you're interested in multifamily like I said, it's $197. If the price has gone up, it'll go up to $700 at some point. Just let me know. Let me know you're on Jeff's podcast and I'll make sure and get you that price. Just DM me on any social channel. But, and again, use the word bonus. If it's over $197, DM me, but I use the word bonus to get my document library and my deal evaluator software. And then to get in there, text ROD to 72345 or go to go to com. And if you go to the bottom of that page, you'll see hundreds of testimonials, unsolicited. Um, like I said, people love the event because because I spend a lot of time on mindset and psychology. So you actually take action with what you learn. Okay. I mean, it's a lot of fun. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll have a great time. I just tell you, it's not your typical real estate seminar. So, you know, I hope you'll check it out if you're interested or come, you know, check out my podcast. So thanks for Absolutely. having me on, brother. Yeah. No, my pleasure. And I'll tell you this, I have taken the most action from when I went to Unleash the Power Within. Tony Robbins conference in person from any other conference I've ever gone to his focus on actually getting you to follow through after you leave is second to none. And as you mentioned, you followed Tony Robbins around the the world for 20 years, going to his events and paying for his masterminds. And I can see in so many ways, the the way that you communicate, the way that you, you structure mindset, vision things, the way that you plan. And also I can only imagine in the way that you throw an event, that experience with following Tony around has had a huge impact on you. So I'm excited to go to these events because you were able to, you know, transfer all of that knowledge of how to throw an event and, you know, a 250 page booklet, the, the focus of after the deal. Now that that book is technical. Now that's the technical side. Right. That's the technical side. Right. Right. But But there's Tony does the same thing. Yeah, there's a you lot know? of mindset. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's a lot of he mindset hands you a booklet. in there as well. That's right. So, so you're not like head down the whole time trying to keep up. You mm-hmm. can fill in the blank and you already right. have a lot of it done for you. And then it's yeah. a keep, you know, keepsake you can always come back to. So, yeah, really, yeah. really excited. Yeah. I mean, there, there's the manual right there. Though, right look at that there. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's packed. Um, So, you know, these are, That's some awesome, of the, these are some of the resources you get there as well. Okay. It's like I'm holding, <laughs> I'm holding up 12 books, about a foot thick of books. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I, I over, I massively over deliver and, and, you know, the, the most successful people on the planet are the ones that add the most value. And my focus is con- just continually adding the most value like you as well, Jeffrey. And, and yeah. So anyway, yeah. And by the way, shout out to Tony. If you ever have a chance to see him, just do it. Trust me. You'll thank me. I'm yes. sure you agree. Right. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Limited time to, to still see that man speak right. and, right. and, uh, you have to go see him live if you can. So yeah. Rod Cleef, everyone really appreciate having you on talking so much about the mindset of being a successful entrepreneur in today's world, let alone being a real estate entrepreneur, just being a leader in today's world, giving back, not only making money, but also actually feeling fulfilled and feeling happy through that process. I mean, this was a masterclass in both success and happiness, and I really appreciate having you on. Thank you. Thank you, brother. It's a pleasure to meet you. You too. Thank you for listening. If you want to accomplish your real estate goals, then I highly suggest downloading my free Ultimate Real Estate Goal Setting Framework. The link is in the description of the show and it will help you break down your annual income goal into the amount of phone calls, appointments, or open houses you need in order to achieve that goal. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.